Hello and welcome to Commodity Conversations by the team at Mercado, the podcast where we aim to keep you up to date with the latest trends, drivers and moves in livestock, grain and fibre markets. I'm Olivia Agar and thanks for listening in for another week. If you haven't caught up on our last episode yet, we had Steve Bignall on to talk us through some of the changes to MLA's cattle projections. And today we're going to dive a little deeper into that with our in-house analyst, Angus Brown, focusing in on what the slaughter projections mean for the cattle herd rebuild and our short to medium term pricing expectations. But before that, a quick run across the markets. It was the fine end of the clip that lifted the wool market in a week where there was a much smaller offering that came forward. It was only the losses in the broader merino section, crossbreds and cardings that prevented the eastern market indicator from posting even higher levels this week. In lamb and sheep markets, prices have been more or less travelling sideways since mid-April now, which is pretty normal for this time of year. And this is all lost slaughter and yardings have been quite strong, which is a very good sign for the levels of demand, especially as we're heading into winter. It was a supply lift that's driven a bit of a fall in the young cattle market this week, though, with the Eastern Young Cattle Indicator backing off about two cents on the week prior. But on the other end of the chain, though, the 90CL frozen cow price, which is our beef export product indicator, has continued to lift with the supply story from South America causing a bit of concern for exported beef supply. And Robin Angus will cover on that in a bit more detail shortly, which we should get on to. So I hope you enjoy the episode and I'll leave you with Rob after a thank you to today's sponsor. Meridian Agriculture is a multidisciplinary specialist consultancy established by Dr. Mike Stevens. Meridian 16 consultants spread across six locations in New South Wales and Vic employ an evidence-based scientific approach to farming and a personalised manner with their clients. Meridian specialises in improving both financial and operational aspects of farming enterprises and guiding families through the often difficult transition of succession planning. Head to their website meridian-ag.com.au to learn more. Angus has been with Mercado for a hell of a long time now, Angus, but one of the things that you've sort of built up a lot of knowledge on is the um, industry projections, and you've been following for a long time. MLA came out with their projections uh, last week, and um, and you've written in on Mercado about them. And I just want to have a chat to you today, but first of all, we just need to cover off the farmer discussion. Um, how's the season up in Hamilton? Uh, yeah, it's okay. We've had a had a um, you'd call it a break now, but it's sort of come in dribs and drabs. We've had five mils here and twelve mils there, and um, yeah, so we didn't get that big, you know, nice break in March. But it's it's wet enough now. Um, all the crops that are in are looking great. Um, pastures are a little bit slow to to get up and going, but um, yeah, it, it's yeah, it's just okay. It's not nearly as good as it was last year, but it, yeah, but it's all right. Well, I do have a recollection of Hamilton also that from now on it can get pretty cold, so uh, that'll actually make any pasture growth struggle a bit. But um, but that said, there's a lot worse places and, and there are some better places. So let's just talk about the um, projections. Firstly, you know, I, I noted in your article you commented on what's changed since um, since the January projections. What's changed in, the, in MLA's view and what's changed in your view? Oh, so MLA's projections, uh, they've come out with a lot lower slaughter this year than what they were initially um, thinking. So back in January, uh, 
they had reasonably strong slaughter still and, and not reasonably strong, but it was low. But that you know, what we've seen in the first quarter of this year is very low slaughter levels, which um which has forced them to pull back the uh, the projected slaughter rate for this year, which is now we're already at a twenty year low and now it's you know, it's gonna be even lower this year. I think the April projection they pulled back by seven and a half percent, which is big decline, sort of, you know, with and they've got three or four months of slaughter data to with which to do that. But yeah, um another seven and a half percent off what was already a low number is is a very low number. Well, of course, the big interest is in, um, and, and we know what's been driving the market has been the herd rebuild post the drought. So what, what does that mean for the herd rebuild? Um, what what sort of uh, impact does that have on where they thought the rebuild was going to be and where it might turn out now with the lower slaughter rates? Yeah, so with lower slaughter rates, obviously it means more cattle are being kept at home, which will mean the herd will rebuild a bit quicker and and that's also shown up in the MLA projections. I think they've added um to three percent to the herd for the June thirty this year and then out to you know, they reckon the herd will be five percent higher than what they were thinking in January by um by twenty twenty three. So so it is a yeah, it, it's lower slaughter now obviously means more cattle later on and that's what's you know, that's what they're projecting and that's you know, pretty pretty sort of standard procedure. So part of that low slaughter is um, is causing a problem for um, processors as well. I mean they're they're really tight on slaughter, and of course it's um, it's elevating prices are holding them up there. Angus, so we know that the herd rebuild is going to, you know, down the track provide some uh, additional slaughter numbers. Do we know when that will start to kick in, and what sort of trajectory we've got on that via this MLA report? Um, so MLA are forecasting, they're not forecasting huge increases, but you know, slaughter tracking higher over the next uh, three years. But um, having said that, we're not getting anywhere near where the uh, 18, 19 levels, or, which were you know, obviously extreme because of the drought. But by 2023, they're expecting we'll be back at, at 16, 17 sort of um, slaughter levels, which still well below average you know if you take a 20-year average so things aren't getting uh supplies not getting terribly strong anytime soon well it's a good point because 1617 was a sort of a a bit of a drought in between droughts almost wasn't it? it was a bit of a recovery going on there yeah well prices were high in that period as well because of the um the tight slaughter so yeah, it, it was still historically they were tight years, and and to think that we're only getting back to that sort of level in 2023 sort of suggests that things are going to remain pretty pretty tight in the cattle job for a few years yet. So in 2018, the herd got, I think from memory, it got to 28 million, which was sort of pre this last sell down of the drought. Is is MLA putting a date on when we're likely to get back to that number? Yeah, so so 2023 is their their projection is just under 28 million, so which is back to yeah as you say the the herd we had a few years back, but still historically around average I suppose if you took a, a 20 year average since since the year 2000, um, 28 million is probably a, it's pretty close to to that. So from there, you know you'd expect with the herd around average supply to start picking up and and become more. Yeah, you know, as I say, more closer to the average, which will obviously uh, have a, a negative effect on prices, but that far down the track, 
<clears throat> who knows what's happened with international markets in that sort of um in that sort of realm yeah well um I, I think you've raised a good point here and that is that most of our producer clients and probably some of our processor clients uh, they're saying this is all very well these slaughter numbers and herd numbers but um the 64 dollar question angus what does it mean for prices going forward um cattle are expensive as restockers remain active how long is this going to be maintained because in the end you know we need to be competitive on the beef market and people need to be making money out of meat so are we seeing i mean what what are you thinking is going to happen in this situation given that i mean we've both been around a fair while and we've seen a few of these uh surges nothing like this but it doesn't go on forever no you're right it's um at some stage prices will ease and it'll probably be you know my thoughts are it'll probably start this spring you know we'll, we'll go into a, a cycle where each year prices will be lower than the previous year but having said that they only they'll come back to where where export markets sort of um dictate they should be which is probably you know if you're talking um cargo weight terms maybe two dollars below where we are now so but that's still a seven dollar eyci which is still very strong or historically very strong so um yeah over the next few years yeah year on year lower prices providing um providing the seasons hold out obviously um and supply picks up that's probably where we're headed but but having said that you know we talk about all this stuff and then you hear things like argentina banning beef exports and brazil eating their eating their herd and and these sort of things which you know a couple of major competitors sort of decreasing their supply the world market might catch up to australia like you just don't know that that could be something we see yeah it's a good point and it's something that uh, in the analyst game we probably love these black swan events because it keeps things uh jumping around and keeps things interesting but um you know by and large um you, the point you made i think in your mercado article was that um even with it coming back a couple of dollars there's still going to be an incentive for people to try and produce as much beef as they can oh definitely and um you can't have wieners at six dollars i think cow calf producers they're, they're getting four four to four fifty for wieners it's still very good money and it still makes for a profitable business so it's um yeah, you know, there's no, there shouldn't be any fears in prices coming back to unprofitable levels because that's, given the state of the herd and and now the world herd, it's probably not something that's going to happen for some time. I agree with what you're saying there, but I guess your opinion carries a bit more weight because you're actually at the coal front. You're actually producing beef, lamb, mutton, and wool. We really appreciate you. Um, first of all, the insight you give on Mercado is well regarded by our customers, Angus. So we thank you for that. And um, and thanks for giving us a bit of time today to uh, have a chat about it. Uh, all the best up at Hamilton. I hope that uh, you get some rain and not too cold, because I know a combination of rain and cold in Hamilton can be a disaster. But um, all the best. Thanks again, and we'll talk to you soon. No problems. Thanks, Rob. Thanks, Rob and Angus, and thanks, listeners, for tuning into another episode of Commodity Conversations. As always, we would love it if you could hit the subscribe button and give us a review and rating on your podcast app of choice. We'll be back in a week's time. And until then, you can head to the Mercado website for more detailed market analysis and insight. Thanks for listening to Commodity Conversations, audio production by David Myers.